Section 17 of Lives of the Most Eminent Painters, Sculptors, and Architects, Volume 7, by Giorgio Vasari, translation by Gaston de C. de Vere. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Rita Boutros. Jacopo di Pontormo, Painter of Florence, Part 2. By the company of the Diamante, then, a commission was given to Messer Andrea Dazzi, who was then lecturing on Greek and Latin letters at the studio in Florence, to look to the invention of a triumphal procession, whereupon he arranged one similar to those that the Romans used to have for their triumphs, with three very beautiful cars wrought in wood and painted with rich and beautiful art. In the first was boyhood, with a most beautiful array of boys. In the second was manhood, with many persons who had done great things in their manly prime. And in the third was old age, with many famous men who had performed great achievements in their last years. All these persons were very richly apparelled, insomuch that it was thought that nothing better could be done. The architects of these cars were Raffaello del Vivoli, Il Carota the woodcarver, the painter Andrea de Cosimo, and Andrea del Sarto. Those who arranged and prepared the dresses of the figures were Ser Piero da Vinci, the father of Leonardo, and Bernardino de Giordano, both men of beautiful ingenuity. And to Jacopo de Pontormo alone it fell to paint all the three cars wherein he executed various scenes in chioscuro of the transformations of the gods into different forms which are now in the possession of pietro paolo galiotto an excellent goldsmith the first car bore written in very clear characters the word erimus the second sumus and the third fumus that is we shall be we are and we have been the song began the years fly on. Having seen these triumphal cars, Signor Lorenzo, the head of the company of the Ronconi, desiring that they should be surpassed, gave the charge of the whole work to Jacopo Nardi, a noble and most learned gentleman, to whom, for what he afterwards became, his native city of Florence is much indebted. This Jacobo prepared six triumphal cars in order to double the number of those executed by the Diamante. The first, drawn by a pair of oxen decked with herbage, represented the age of Saturn and Janus, called the Age of Gold. And on the summit of the car were Saturn with the scythe, and Janus with the two heads, and with the key of the Temple of Peace in the hand, and at his feet a figure of fury bound with a vast number of things around appertaining to saturn all executed most beautifully in different colours by the genius of pantormo accompanying this car were six couples of shepherds naked but for certain parts covered by skins of marten and sable with footwear of various kinds after the ancient manner and with their wallets and on their heads garlands of many kinds of leaves. The horses on which these shepherds sat were without saddles, but covered with skins of lions, tigers, and lynxes, the paws of which, overlaid with gold, hung at their sides with much grace and beauty. 
the ornaments of their croups and of the grooms were of gold cord the stirrups were heads of rams dogs and other such-like animals and the bridles and reins made with silver cord and various kinds of verdure each shepherd had four grooms in the garb of shepherd boys dressed more simply in other skins with torches fashioned in the form of dry trunks and branches of pine which made a most beautiful sight upon the second car drawn by two pairs of oxen draped in the richest cloth with garlands on their heads and great paternosters hanging from their gilded horns was numa pompilius the second king of rome with the books of religion and all the sacerdotal instruments and the things appertaining to sacrifices for the reason that he was the originator and first founder of religion and sacrifices among the romans this car was accompanied by six priests on most beautiful she-mules, their heads covered with hoods of linen, embroidered with silver and gold, in a masterly pattern of ivy leaves. And on their bodies they had sacerdotal vestments in the ancient fashion, with borders and fringes of gold all round. And in the hands one had a thurible, another a vase of gold, and the rest other similar things at their stirrups they had attendants in the guise of levites and the torches that these had in their hands were after the manner of ancient candelabra and wrought with beautiful artistry the third car represented the consulate of titus manlius torquatus who was consul after the end of the first carthaginian war and governed in such a manner that in his time there flourished in rome every virtue and every blessing that car upon which was titus himself with many ornaments executed by pontormo was drawn by eight most beautiful horses and before it went six couples of senators clad in the toga on horses covered with cloth of gold accompanied by a great number of grooms representing lictors with the fasces axes and other things appertaining to the administration of justice the fourth car, drawn by four buffaloes disguised as elephants, represented Julius Caesar in triumph for the victory gained over Cleopatra, the car being all painted by Pontormo with his most famous deeds. That car was accompanied by six couples of men-at-arms clad in rich and brightly shining armor, all bordered with gold, with their lances on their hips, and the torches that the half-armed grooms carried had the form of trophies designed in various ways. The fifth car, drawn by winged horses that had the form of griffins, bore upon it Caesar Augustus, the lord of the universe, accompanied by six couples of poets on horseback, all crowned, as was also Caesar with laurel, and dressed in costumes varying according to their provinces. And these were there because poets were always much favored by Caesar Augustus, whom they exalted with their works to the heavens. And to the end that they might be recognized, each of them had across his forehead a scroll after the manner of a fillet, on which was his name. On the sixth car, drawn by four pairs of heifers, richly draped, was Trajan, 
that just emperor before whom as he sat on the car which was painted very well by pontarmo there rode upon beautiful and finely caparisoned horses six couples of doctors of law with togas reaching to their feet and with capes of miniver such as it was the ancient custom for doctors to wear the grooms who carried their torches a great number were scriveners copyists and notaries with books and writings in their hands after these six came the car or rather triumphal chariot of the age or era of gold wrought with the richest and most beautiful artistry with many figures in relief executed by bacchio bandinelli and very beautiful paintings by the hand of pantormo among those in relief the four cardinal virtues being highly extolled from the centre of the car rose a great sphere in the form of a globe of the world upon which there lay prostrate on his face as if dead a man clad in armour all eaten with rust who had the back open and cleft and from the fissure there issued a child all naked and gilded who represented the new birth of the age of gold and the end of the age of iron from which he was coming forth into that new birth by reason of the election of that pontiff and this same significance had the dry trunk putting forth new leaves although some said that the matter of that dry trunk was an allusion to the lorenzo de medici who became duke of urbino i should mention that the gilded boy who was the son of a baker died shortly afterwards through the sufferings that he endured in order to gain ten crowns the chant that was sung in that masquerade as is the custom was composed by the above-named jacopo nardi and the first stanza ran thus caluice de le leghi alla natura ei varie stati e secoli disponi d'ogni bene e cagion e il mal quanto permette el mondo dura ande questa figura contemplando si vede com concerto piede d'un secolo dopo l'altro el mondo viene e muta il bene in male e il male in bene from the works that he executed for this festival pantormo gained besides the prophet so much praise that probably few young men of his age ever gained as much in that city wherefore pope leo himself afterwards coming to florence he was much employed in the festive preparations that were made for he had attached himself to bacchio da montelupo a sculptor advanced in years who made an arch of wood at the head of the via del pelagio at the steps of the badia and pantormo painted it all with very beautiful scenes which afterwards came to an evil end through the scant diligence of those who had charge of them only one remained that in which pallas is tuning an instrument into accord with the lyre of apollo with great grace and beauty from which scene one is able to judge what excellence and perfection were in the other works and figures for the same festivities Udolfo ghirlandajo had received the task of fitting up and embellishing the sala del papa which is attached to the convent of santa maria novella 
and was formerly the residence of the pontiffs in the city of florence but being pressed for time he was forced to avail himself in some things of the work of others and thus after having adorned all the other rooms he laid on jacopo de pantormo the charge of executing some pictures in fresco in the chapel where his holiness was to hear mass every morning whereupon setting his hand to the work jacopo painted there a god the father with many little angels and a veronica who had the sudarium with the image of jesus christ which work thus executed by jacopo in so short a time was much extolled he then painted in fresco in a chapel of the church of san rufilo behind the archbishop's palace in florence our lady with her son in her arms between sant michelagnolo and santa lucia and two other saints kneeling and in the lunette of the chapel a god the father with some seraphim about him next having been commissioned by maestro jacopo a servite friar as he had greatly desired to paint a part of the court of the servites because andrea del sarto had gone off to france and left the work of that court unfinished he set himself with much study to make the cartoons but since he was poorly provided with the things of this world and was obliged while studying in order to win honour to have something to live upon he executed over the door of the hospital for women behind the church of the priest's hospital between the piazza de san marco and the via de san gallo and exactly opposite to the wall of the sisters of saint catherine of siena two most beautiful figures in chiascuro with christ in the guise of a pilgrim awaiting certain women in order to give them hospitality and lodging which work was deservedly much extolled in those days as it still is by all good judges at this same time he painted some pictures and little scenes in oils for the masters of the mint on the caro della moneta which goes every year in the procession of st john the workmanship of which car was by the hand of marco del tasso and over the door of the company of cecilia on the heights of fiesoli he painted a santa cecilia with some roses in her hand colored in fresco and so beautiful and so well suited to that place that for a work of that kind it is one of the best paintings in fresco that there are to be seen these works having been seen by the above-named servite friar maestro jacopo he became even more ardent in his desire and he determined at all costs to cause jacopo to finish the work in that court of the servites thinking that in emulation of the other masters who had worked there he would execute something of extraordinary beauty in the part that remained to be painted having therefore set his hand to it from a desire no less of glory and honour than of gain jacopo painted the scene of the visitation of the madonna in a manner a little freer and more lively than had been his wont up to that time which circumstance gave an infinite excellence to the work in addition to its other extraordinary beauties in that the women little boys 
youths and old men are executed in fresco with such softness and such harmony of colouring that it is a thing to marvel at and the flesh colours of a little boy who is seated on some steps and indeed those likewise of all the other figures are such that they could not be done better or with more softness in fresco this work then after the others that jacopo had executed gave a sure earnest of his future perfection to the craftsman comparing them with those of andrea del sarto and francia bigio jacopo delivered the work finished in the year fifteen sixteen and received in payment sixteen crowns and no more having then been allotted by francesca pucci if i remember rightly the altarpiece of a chapel that he had caused to be built in san michel bis domini in the via de servi jacopo executed the work in so beautiful a manner and with a colouring so vivid that it seems almost impossible to credit it in this altarpiece our lady who is seated is handing the infant jesus to st joseph in whose countenance there is a smile so animated and so lifelike that it is a marvel and very beautiful likewise is a little boy painted to represent st john the baptist and also two other little children naked who are upholding a canopy there may be seen also a st john the evangelist a most beautiful old man and a st francis kneeling who is absolutely alive for with the fingers of one hand interlocked with those of the other and wholly intent in contemplating fixedly with his eyes and his mind the virgin and her son he appears really to be breathing and no less beautiful is the st james who may be seen beside the others wherefore it is no marvel that this is the most beautiful altarpiece that was ever executed by this truly rare painter i used to believe that it was after this work and not before that the same jacopo had painted in fresco the two most lovely and graceful little boys who are supporting a coat of arms over a door within a passage on the longarno between the Ponte San Trinita and the Ponte alla Caraja for Bartolomeo Lanfredini. But since Bronzino, who may be supposed to know the truth about these matters, declares that they were among the first works that Jacopo executed, we must believe that this is so without a doubt, and praise Pantormo for them all the more, seeing that they are so beautiful that they cannot be matched, and yet were among the earliest works that he did. But to resume the order of our story. After these works, Jacopo executed for the men of Pantormo an altarpiece wherein are San Michelagnolo and St. John the Evangelist, which was placed in the chapel of the Madonna in Sant'Agnolo, their principal church. At this time, one of two young men who were working under Jacopo, that is, Giovanni Maria Picci of Borgo, a San Sepolcro, who was acquitting himself passing well, and who afterwards became a servite friar, and executed some works in the Borgo and in the Pieve a San Stefano, while still working, I say, under Jacopo, painted in a large picture a nude Saint Quentin in martyrdom, in order to send it to the Borgo. 
but since jacopo like a loving master to his disciple desired that giovan maria should win honour and praise he set himself to retouch it and so not being able to take his hands off it and retouching one day the head the next day the arms and the day after the body the retouching became such that it may almost be said that the work is entirely by his hand wherefore it is no marvel that this picture which is now in the church of the observantine friars of st francis in the borgo is most beautiful the second of the two young men, who was Giovanni Antonio Lapoli of Arezzo, of whom there has been an account in another place, like a vain fellow had taken a portrait of himself with a mirror, also while he was working under Jacopo. But his master, thinking that the portrait was a poor likeness, took it in hand himself, and executed a portrait that is so good that it has the appearance of life, which portrait is now at arezzo in the house of the heirs of that giovanni antonio pantormo also portrayed in one and the same picture two of his dearest friends one the son-in-law of beccuccio bicchierio and another whose name likewise i do not know it is enough that the portraits are by the hand of pantormo he then executed for Bartolomeo Ginori, in anticipation of his death, a string of pennons, according to the custom of the Florentines, and in the upper part of all these, on the white taffeta, he painted a Madonna with the child, and on the colored fringe below he painted the arms of that family, as is the custom. For the center of the string, which was of twenty-four pennons, he made two, all of white taffeta, without any fringe, on which he painted two figures of St. Bartholomew, each two brachia high. The size of all these pennons, and their almost novel manner, caused all the others that had been made up to that time to appear poor and mean and this was the reason that they began to be made of the size that they are at the present day with great grace and much less expense for gold at the head of the garden and vineyard of the friars of san gallo without the gate that is called after that saint in a chapel that is in a line with the central entrance he painted a dead christ a madonna weeping and two little angels in the air one of whom was holding the chalice of the Passion in his hands, and the other was supporting the fallen head of Christ. On one side was St. John the Evangelist, all tearful, with the arms stretched out, and on the other St. Augustine in episcopal robes, who, leaning with the left hand on the pastoral staff, stood in an attitude truly full of sorrow, contemplating the dead Saviour. And for Messer Spina, the familiar friend of giovanni salviati he executed in a courtyard opposite to the principal door of his house the coat of arms of that giovanni who had been made a cardinal in those days by pope leo with a red hat above and two little boys standing works in fresco which are very beautiful and much esteemed by messer filippo spina as being by the hand of pantormo End of section 17. Jacopo di Pantormo, Painter of Florence, Part 2.